In your nursing career, is it possible to run at your own pace rather than just doing what others say you should do? Let's examine how to set the pace of your career right here on episode 250 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I am so grateful you're here, whether it's your first time tuning in or you've been hanging out with me on the virtual airwaves for months or maybe even years. No matter, thank you for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast, as always, is about you and your nursing career. And I'm here to share education, ideas, diatribes, and informative interviews with some of the most inspiring people from the worlds of healthcare, nursing, entrepreneurship, medicine, and beyond. And did you know you can leave a rating and review for The Nurse Keith Show over on iTunes or Apple Podcasts? That's right. It really helps other people find the show. And if you do so, you can shoot me an email at keith at nursekeith.com and I'll read your review and thank you on air for all to hear. Would you do that for me, pretty please? Now, not that long ago, Mr. Nurse, that is M-E-E-S-T-E-R, Mr. Nurse said, I just found your podcast with the emphasis on social media use by us timid and uninspired nurses. Would love very much to apply your wisdom to my career and re-kickstart it. Your podcast has been added to my must-listen list of daily podcasts, and I've restarted a couple of social media sites that I have neglected. Well, Mr. Nurse, thank you so much for that review and the five-star rating. I really appreciate it. Meanwhile, if you're listening and you'd like to see the show notes for this episode, you can hop on over to nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 250. Can you really believe it's 250 episodes? If you've been with me for a while, that's a long time. And I so appreciate you if you've been hanging out and listening and taking part in the Nurse Keith nation. Anywho, let's get to today's topic, shall we? You know, back on episode 72, quite some time ago, I discussed your nursing career using the metaphor of the marathon because your career just like your life, is a marathon and not a sprint. And you need to go about your career in your own idiosyncratic and personal way. You need to go for it, but at your own pace. Now here on episode 250, I'm discussing this matter further because I hear from so many nurses who feel such outside pressure to do what they don't necessarily feel they need to do right now in this moment. And they feel that maybe they're an imposter and the way they're going about being a nurse or even their very skills or existence as a nurse comes into question. Now, not that long ago, I was reading some articles about the New York Marathon that happened just a few months ago on the East Coast of the United States here and, you know, people finish those 26.2 miles at their own pace, don't they? You always have people who are out front, 
who run marathons all the time and consistently break records and run those 26 miles in shorter and shorter periods of time. However, if you tune into the other exciting aspects of a marathon, you'll hear stories of people in wheelchairs who don't finish the marathon for hours after most of the able-bodied runners have actually completed it. I also read an article from the 2018 New York Marathon all about a young woman who had been on vacation in Thailand, was being chased by a rapist and attacker, and in her efforts to escape from that rapist, fell off a cliff. This is in Thailand and injured herself terribly in that fall. So when she ran, quote unquote, the New York Marathon in 2018, she finished it on crutches in 11 hours, despite all of the fractures in her spine that she had sustained in that fall in Thailand. So whether finishing a marathon on crutches, with a hand cycle, uh, in a wheelchair, or on your own two feet, those people probably don't necessarily bother themselves about how long it took them to complete the course in comparison to other marathoners who are more experienced and doing it with such a level of ferocity and seriousness. However, we need to realize that those people are fully able-bodied and that's what they do. That's part of their life. And sure, we all have our own struggles, our own challenges, the vicissitudes that confront us in life from a day-to-day basis. And These folks who finish marathons on crutches or on their knees crawling across the finish line, they are a testament to the grit, the determination of the human spirit in action. And it's a reminder to all of us who aren't running marathons, literally, but we are running the marathon of our own lives and careers, that we can do it however we want. And we can take as long as we need to take, no matter what others do, think, or say about the subject. Now, I frequently hear from nurses from all walks of life, from every generation that's out there in the workforce. And recently, I've been hearing from nurses in their 20s or even early 30s who have master's degrees and a lot of accomplishments under their belts, but they still feel that they've fallen behind their peers. They feel like they finished college too late, that they're never going to be able to create the career they really want, that their work lives are essentially over, dictated by the fact that they haven't gotten their master's degree before they were 30 or maybe even 35. Now, if these young nurses think they're too old to be completely successful in their life and career, they really need to rethink the way in which they're looking at their lives and careers because a career and a life is what you make it. And you can do it at your own pace. It doesn't matter what other people think and it doesn't matter what others are doing. 
You know, I've also spoken with middle-aged women who are entering the nursing profession for the very first time, usually from another career or several careers, and they might be in their 40s or even their 50s, and they talk about how they'll never measure up, how they'll never catch up, and how they're so old and no one else is going to want them. And others are pushing themselves through multiple degree programs and certifications, and they're doing it too quickly, mostly because they feel the pressure that they have to have all these letters after their names in order to be successful and satisfied. And in the end, what I hear from some people is they feel they've missed out on the joy of learning since they've just focused on accumulating those pieces of paper that tell the world what they've accomplished, but don't really say anything about what they've actually learned in the process. So if you want to be truly happy in your nursing career and your life, there's no timeline to adhere to. You know, I only had a high school diploma throughout my 20s, even into my early 30s. And in 1996, when I graduated with my associate degree in nursing from Greenfield Community College in Western Massachusetts, that was my first degree, my associate's degree. And I was 32 years old and I was even the father of a child. And actually, he was one of the impetuses to get me to go to school because I realized I need to set an example for him by being a successful professional out in the world. So yeah, I had a high school diploma throughout my 20s and launched my career in my 30s with an associate's degree. And when I hear from women and men in their late 20s or early 30s who have bachelor's and master's degrees and feel like they can't even measure up to everyone else, I say, look, you've got to take a step back. You've got to pull the camera back, see the forest for the trees and realize what you've accomplished, how amazing you are, what you have under your belt, what you have to bring to the world, and just Accept yourself, accept where you are, and accept that you can do this at any pace you care to. Is one journey really better than the other? Of course not. But we humans, we're bound to think that others are doing it better and faster than we are. And I guess the media and everything else we hear out there keep supporting that notion that we're never good enough. But I want to say to you that you are good enough. Now we're going to take a quick break during the short episode of the Nurse Keith Show. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about how our disabilities, the things that are challenging to us, can actually be turned into strengths and we can accept them and build upon them and create the lives and careers we want. And we're also going to talk about some strategies for slowing down and going at your own pace, because really that's what you need to do. We'll be right back after a short break with the second half of Nurse Keith's show, episode 250. 
So now we're going to take a pause for the cause for just a moment. Please consider becoming a patron of The Nurse Keith Show, just like other listeners who value the show so much that they want to give just a little bit each month to support the work we're doing here. When you pledge, you not only get the satisfaction of helping produce and support the show, you also get some pretty nifty premiums and gifts directly from yours truly. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash nurse Keith to read all about it. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash nurse Keith. Also, please consider signing up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com so that you can receive my bi-weekly message just for you. Finally, if someone you know could benefit from career coaching with me, please consider referring them. And if they become a paying client, even if they do one session, you'll receive credit for one hour of coaching with me. And there's no expiration date on that credit. And you can keep it in your back pocket until you need it most. Remember that you can refer as many people as you like and continue to earn those coaching credits over time. What a deal. Those are my sincere asks of you, dear listener. So now let's dig back into today's topic. And thanks for hanging out here on the Nurse Keith Show. We are back for the second half of episode 250. I appreciate you hanging out with me here at the Nurse Keith Show as you're listening here today. Thanks for having me along on this intimate journey from my mouth and brain to your ears and your brain and heart. Now, right before the break, we were talking about how so many people of any age can feel like they haven't done enough, that they're not doing enough, that they're not keeping up with the other people in their profession, and they just look at themselves as if they are running a deficit their entire lives. And my message to those people, and that might be you specifically, is that there is no sprint. There's no need to run. There's nowhere you need to run towards. And your pace is right for you because it's the pace you are setting. Now, one thing I'll say is that if you feel like you're moving too slowly in your life or your career, sure, it's perfectly fine to take a deep look at yourself and say, you know, is there something holding me back? Is there some voice from my father or my uncle or my sister or my mother or my teacher or guidance counselor that tells me I'm not good enough? Am I carrying those voices forward? Is it keeping me from succeeding? And if that's happening, yes, of course, dive into it in psychotherapy or counseling. Do the personal interior work to move past those things that are blocking your success and blocking you from moving forward. At the same time, perhaps you're not even aware that there's anything there that's keeping you back or speaking to you in those tones, sitting on your shoulder, telling you, you're not good enough. You can't do this. It's too late. You're too old. You're too young. You're too slow, et cetera, et cetera. We need to fight back against those voices and we need to make sure we do the work, the internal work to make sure that we can feel happy and satisfied with what we're doing as we're doing it. And yes, sometimes we go slow because we're not really believing in what we're doing and we're feeling doubtful. Then tackle those doubts and figure out what it is that's standing in your way. 
Now, sprinting through your career, your nursing career, can really prevent you from stopping and smelling the metaphorical roses. Now, it can also blind you to opportunities that you might otherwise have noticed had you taken the time to be aware of your surroundings and just slow down a tiny bit. There are lots of nurses out there because nurses are a direct reflection of the general population. There's millions of us. And some of us live with mental illness, anxiety, PTSD, depression, maybe a personality disorder, maybe addiction. We might have a history of trauma. We might have physical disabilities, chronic pain like myself. And the simple act of completing a nursing program or achieving a new certification, that's a major accomplishment that needs to be celebrated, not questioned in terms of how long it took to get there and to cross that finish line, whether you were running on crutches on a wheelchair or you were crawling to get across that finish line. I crawled through some of nursing school and I tell you, I know a lot of other people who have as well. And you know what? Crawling's okay. It's all right. You move at the pace you need to. We all remember, or most of us remember, the story of the tortoise and the hare, and the tortoise actually won the race because the tortoise was thoughtful and focused and wasn't crazed about winning, just went about things at his own pace and made it to the finish line in due course. So in a world where faster, younger, thinner, prettier, whatever happens to be in a world where those characteristics are almost always seen as better than what we have. We still have a job to do and that's guess what? Giving ourselves a break. We need to cut ourselves some slack in this very stressful, fast paced world. And we need to do what we want to do on our own personal timeline you know, here I am at the time of this recording. I'm 55 years old. I have a bachelor's degree in nursing. I got that a few years after I got my associate's degree back in the early 2000s. And, you know, I think about getting a master's degree. I think about doing some other trainings or certifications. But then I sit back and I think, I don't really need a master's degree right now. I don't think it's really going to do me any good. And I'm feeling this internal pressure to get one because of external signals that a master's degree is necessary for credibility, professionalism, and sure, there might be some aspects of my career that might move a little more quickly if I had a master's degree, but that could move a little more quickly. I'm not 100% certain, and I don't necessarily want to spend the tens of thousands of dollars and hundreds of hours of my valuable time pursuing a master's degree that might not get me where I want to go. So I am being thoughtful, slow, deliberate, and I'll go to graduate school when and if I decide to. That might be in my 60s, who knows? Or it might be never and I might go to my grave with a lowly bachelor's degree in nursing and also just feel okay about it. So 
whether for you it's getting your PCCN certification, becoming a nurse practitioner, going for your DNP or PhD, do it if it feels right. And if it takes you 10 years to get your PhD, fine, it takes you 10 years. Make sure you're doing this because you want to do it. And remember that we need to be free of comparison to others. We need to remember that comparing ourselves to what other people are doing, what they're accomplishing, what they look like, what they wear, et cetera, et cetera, often leads to despair. Compare equals despair. And we all need a lot less despair in our lives in this fast-paced, difficult world of the second decade of the 21st century. Despair is debilitating and totally unnecessary, especially if it's born from us wishing we could be as good as everyone else appears to be. And remember, they are not necessarily as good or as happy or as beautiful, etc., as they appear to be. It all has to come from the inside, not external validation. So how do you go about slowing down? How do you go about setting your own pace in your nursing career, for instance? Well, like I said, get another degree or a certification when and if that is the operative word, if it's best for you. And if you're pursuing a special course of study, do so at your own pace on your own timeline. What works for you is best for you. And understand that your journey as a nursing professional, as a healthcare professional, is idiosyncratic and highly personal because it's supposed to be. Remember, the author and playwright Oscar Wilde once famously said, be yourself, everyone else is already taken. Let me repeat that. Oscar Wilde said, be yourself, everyone else is already taken. It is so true, and Oscar, boy, I wish you were around right now to continue to give us those sorts of messages because it is so important. But there are lots of other people out there in popular literature and psychology telling us the same thing. You also need to understand that your life experiences, your history, your personal makeup, your health, and your general disposition will to some extent determine how you advance through your life, how you move your career forward. It's some people, like myself, take more circuitous paths. We do things differently. We're either rebels, or we're just kind of slow, or we just go about things in ways that just take more time, and we need to be okay that that's okay. And I've come to terms with it with myself. I do tend to do things differently. I do take idiosyncratic circuitous routes through my life and I'm all right with it. And I encourage you to be all right with your journey as well. So give yourself a break from the expectations of others, including the so-called quote unquote experts out there, including yours truly, Nurse Keith. You can reject anything I'm saying here. You can say, you know what, Nurse Keith, I want my master's degree yesterday and I am going to school and I am going to get it tomorrow. And I'll say, good for you. Do it because that's what you truly want and what you think you truly need in your life right now. 
go for it. If you want to get five degrees in the next 10 years, do it if it feels right and do it for the reasons that really float your boat and light your fire, not someone else's. We all come into this life at the time that's right for us. We come into our family. We learn what we need to learn in school. And then throughout our lives, we experience all sorts of bumps, scrapes, and traumas. Whether we've experienced the tragic deaths of loved ones, murders, if we've been assaulted or raped ourselves, whatever the manifestation is in our lives of PTSD or depression or anxiety or self-doubt. The real work in life is to look at ourselves and say, is that really true? Like the question that popular psychologist and speaker Brene Brown talks about. You have a thought and you think to yourself, is that thought really true? Am I really so behind everyone else that I'll never catch up? With a bachelor's degree, a lowly bachelor's degree in nursing, will I never accomplish what I truly want? Don't look at it that way. Look at it through the lens of your experience and what you need in this moment. And also take into account your children, your spouse, your other dependents, your other responsibilities in life. Your career is important. I won't deny that. Of course, I'm a career coach for you for nurses, but there's lots of other things that are important too, not just our careers. And if you're going to compromise your family life, if you're going to compromise your mental or physical health in order to do something because you think that's what you should do because that's what everyone else is shooting all over you about, take a breath, take a step back and consider if it's true. And if it's true, maybe you're going to go for it. If it's not true, you can reject that thought and you can say, no, I'm not really ready for that. I don't really need that. I'm not taking that on. That thought or that idea or pressure is someone else's. It's not mine. I'm not going to own it because it's not mine. And I'm going to do this the way I want to do it. So there. So I hope this has been helpful. This is a little diatribe from me, Nurse Keith, here at episode 250 of the Nurse Keith Show. Boy, I can't believe we're at 250, and I don't know how long it'll take to get to 500, but it's pretty exciting along the way. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it gives you some sense of comfort or empowerment or the sense that, yes, you can do this the way you want to do it and you don't have to do it the way anyone else is telling you because it's your life and your career not theirs the show notes can be found at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 250 i hope you do feel uplifted and empowered from this episode and take some inspired action every day no matter what it is you need to do for your personal or professional life to feel more successful and more satisfying. 
And, you know, you can go over to Nurse Keith's show to the drop down resources menu and you can find jobs from reload.com, Trusted Health, ZipRecruiter. You can also find free ACLS and BLS and PALS courses. You can find OpenMD, a free search engine for evidence based medicine, and an excellent video IV course as well as affordable resume templates from my friend Amanda at The Resume RX, and so much more. So head over to nursekeith.com and check it out. The Nurse Keith Show is expertly produced by Rob Johnston of 520R Podcasting, and Mark Cappiespeason is our stalwart social media ringmaster. I am so grateful to Rob and Mark for keeping those wheels turning in the right direction. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, keep in touch, get in touch with me if you need anything at all. And this is Nurse Keith bidding you adios from beautiful, sunny, and chilly Santa Fe, New Mexico. See you next time.